Welcome back to the Hot Stove Podcast. Today I'm here with Connor Ford and James Tashi, and we are officially in the month of baseball. Guys, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Baseball, uh, spring training going on, regular season's almost here, so I'm pretty hyped. Yeah, some good games so far, and uh, every day we get closer to opening day. Yeah, yesterday was a real thriller between the Yankees and Marlins. 0-0. It was pretty hype, honestly. I thought Clayton Beater did a good job. Traded for Joey Gallo. Uh, they call him Baby Cole, like Garrett Cole Jr., I thought that name fits more of Connor's build. Uh, shout out Connor Ford on Twitter. Or I guess Connor Ford right here. Uh, I don't know which one you guys prefer. Uh, Connor, what are your thoughts on uh, spring training this far? Uh, I've definitely seen some good games. Obviously, the Yankees putting up 21 runs. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Joe Musgrove getting his He's getting shell rocked. shell-shocked in the trenches. He's getting shell-shocked. Um, yeah, it been good games. Obviously, the Paul Skeens, uh, Jackson Holiday matchup. That was cool. So uh, I think this bodes well for the season. Yeah, I think Jackson Holiday is one guy you have to look out for, along with plenty of other young guys going during spring training. I've seen a couple clips from James Wood, Holiday I've seen, and, you know, I think you've seen some of the proven guys as well. C.J. Abrams is hitting well. You've seen uh, Hunter Brown over in Houston pitching well. Just plenty of good breakout guys for this year so far. Yeah, Carl, I'm going to go back to the Paul Skeens-Matt Holiday matchup. Um, that was a pretty good matchup. He Skeens through 102, 100. Uh, you, what you expect from Paul Skeens didn't really, you know, do bad per se. It, I think what Skeens can provide for that, you know, Pirates rotation going for the future, that's really like Garrett Cole Jr. Uh, let's just get into the, the good stuff. Cody Bellinger, the first of the four Boris Ford to sign. Three years, $80 million. Uh, opt-outs in all, two of those years, I believe. After the first, first, year, first, yeah, two, first years. two years. Uh, so if he opts out, he'll be still in his 20s. I mean, how do you feel about this move, considering he's going back to a young Cubs team? Well, yeah, I mean, I think he really picked up. I mean, yes, he had a cold start with the Cubs. However, you saw him pick up, hitting well over 300, and, like, that end of the season, you know, late summer, everything like that. And I think he'll be another uh, – Cubs are a young team, and I think he'll fit in well as a veteran presence with that team. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't really like this deal. Uh, I think the Cubs really overpaid for Bellinger, to be honest. Um, I just think he's too inconsistent. He's not going to put up the numbers that uh, he certainly did during his MVP season. So, uh, yeah, I don't think the Cubs won this deal. I think Bellinger's at home on his couch uh, conniving. I am, I, I am right now mouth open looking at Connor as he's – words these yap session he's talking this is a good deal for the cubs what this is one short term I, mean, I get what he means about the like 26.5 million yeah i get that okay, but, but mean, yeah i'm saying we avoided giving him like an eight year nine yeah. year like, he wanted eight years <laughs> yeah. 200 i mean he was pretty much wanting what kind of blake snell yeah, was pay him up yeah. like 40 almost yeah i think this is a good deal for the cubs i think this is a loss or anything from scott boris oh what do you mouth open Dude, like a fish three years we're gonna compete for the division it's not it's not the end of the world i think Boris, you know, he had. Scott Boris is laughing behind his desk screen. He right is now. crying. He's, he's he laughing. Was, he sold cold Cody Bellinger yeah, well, for like Jor- twenty Jor- million. Montgomery, Blake Snell, and JD, and all them still just and Matt Chapman still just chilling. No, that's what kind of surprised me. I kind of thought a pitcher would be signed first out of the Boris four instead of you know Cody first Bellinger. Uh, who is it? JD Martin. Yeah, as you said in the first episode, I wouldn't consider JD Martinez. <laughs> yeah, I get, the I get that. yeah, he's I, definitely the least valuable out of the fifth. Yeah, of the four yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Cody Bellinger 
can be a solid addition. Uh, yeah, addition to that Cubs lineup that was already pretty solid with you know Suzuki. Uh, I really don't know anybody else, bro. Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson. Yeah, yeah. Ian yeah. Happ, Chris Morrell. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got plenty of other guys coming up too. We got Pete Crow up now. Yeah. We got a uh, former Mets got, legend, Pete Crow. Armstrong. Yeah, you don't really won that deal, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, Javi really. Anyway, we have uh, plenty of other guys coming up. Uh, Matt Shaw, we took this year. Plenty. Yeah, it's gonna be a good team. Uh, I think they the Cubs have done a really good job spending over the last couple of years. You saw their additions of Dansby Swanson. Uh, that was a pretty big commitment money wise, I would say. I mean, it's a pretty good market yeah, value. It's been worth it so far. Yeah, it's been worth it in the one year out of eleven. But yeah, it's been worth it for the Cubs. I think this this addition is gonna be worth it for them. Committing eighty million dollars is, you know, no funny joke as it Connor. Was, it was only seven, not eleven. Just making sure. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, eight, committing eighty million dollars to a player like Cody Bellinger is no, you know, no funny business. Shodi Managa was signed this offseason, so the Cubs are willing to spend and they're willing to go big for a World Series potentially. If I was Cubs GM, this is how I would have worked this deal. I think I would have given Shed. him. I would have cut it in half. I would have given him three years, forty million dollars. I think that's. Mm, I, I think that's what I, would, I don't him. think he would have done that. He probably I, wouldn't have done it, but. I think eighty million is. I think eighty million is fine right. considering the opt outs. I mean, the opt outs work in Cody Bellinger's favor. I think he'll hit the free agency market again and try to get more money because he'll still be in his twenties. I mean, he'll be where what Matt Chapman is. And the thing about Bellinger, he's he's flexible. You know, he plays first base and he's an outfielder. He's uh, pretty flexible in, in that lineup, and he could probably play DH too if he gets older in that in his career. I think he opts out in the first two years. I don't think the deal goes all the way through. I get that. Yeah. Uh, just moving into more organized things. Yoshinobu Yamamoto's outing in spring training. I wouldn't say it caught a lot of eyes, low key, because that was his first time pitching in Dodger Blue. We mentioned his bullpen looked really good, and now he pitched two innings versus the reigning World Series champion Texas Rangers, where he allowed three strikeouts, one hit, one or two hits. I don't know, but no runs in those two innings. Uh, one hit. Uh, yeah, it was, I think it was to Evan Carter, maybe. Uh, Possibly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Carter. Yeah, Evan Carter. Uh, He'll you, be a star. Yamamoto looked really good. Yeah, the first thing that sticks out to me about Yamamoto's outing was definitely the splitter. I mean, the splitter looked absolutely filthy. If he can throw that off the fastball, I mean, he's going to be really hard to beat. Um, it's definitely a positive for the Dodgers. I think they're getting the first taste of what he's able to do in not only the regular season, but in a postseason run for Los Angeles. It's hard to compare in you know, a spring training tub. A playoff atmosphere, but I can see what you mean. I think what you commit—he's the highest-paid pitcher ever. I mean, twelve years over three twenty-five—that's pretty big commitment. And I think there was a lot of uncertainty coming with Yamamoto, and I guess with other Japanese uh, players as well. Uh, another guy we saw in the KBO, Jung Ho Lee. He's guy making his money worth. I think he signed like a foot five years, one twenty-five, something along those lines. He hit his home run. Uh, Crack the bat. I'm going to have to uh, fact check you on that, Sohan. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yoshinobu Yamamoto is not the highest paid pitcher ever. That title actually goes to Trevor Bauer, who received a $102 million deal for three years. That's well, a I think he was talking about. I think, like, just, total yeah, money. Yeah, total, total money. He beat Garrett Cole about $1 million. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, total money, total mm, money. Yeah, I mean, coming without even pitching a game in the United States. I mean, that's still pretty, that is true. That's pretty crazy. That's true. That's crazy. And his agent wasn't Scott Boris. Do we know who his agent was? Uh, it was like some small guy. Oh no, he's the same agent as uh John Carlos Sin. So wait, what did you say? John Lee's deal was the Wasserman five years, one twenty five or something like that. Yeah, it's close. Six year, one thirteen. 
Uh, it, I think it's still worth it. I mean, this guy, we've seen, you know, Korean players not really play well in the league. Hey, you know what's kind of crazy about him? He's got a higher fantasy ranking than Mike Trout already. Yeah, that's a little crazy. He's 65, Trout 77. That's a little weird. Junko Lee is a good, he's, he's a good hitter and good lefty, can play well in, uh, you know, in San Francisco. Uh, but San Francisco, speaking about San Francisco, they just lost Brandon Crawford. I'm not going to say he was a big bat in that lineup because he has decreased over the last, you know, two years. But how do you guys feel about the move to Brandon Crawford to St. Louis? I mean, I don't think it's going to really change too much. The thing with St. Louis is they have a shortstop that is wanting to come up, ready to go, be the everyday shortstop in Mason Wynn. So, I don't know, maybe this Crawford deal is just to kind of ease him into the shortstop role. I mean, Crawford didn't do much last year. He's obviously a good player all time, but... I don't know. It's Mason Wynn's job. I think Crawford will just be there kind of to mentor him for a year. Yeah, I agree with James. He's definitely the type of guy, a veteran player that you bring in, help out in the locker room, coach the young guys up. So I see him being sort of like a Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright type guy, just to be there for the long haul, play when he can, but just be there really as a coach for the young guys. Ah, I, I guess unanimous agree, agreement right there. I think what Brandon Crawford brings is probably what the same thing as Matt Carpenter is bringing to these hitters. Uh, when you have a proven guy who, who's won a World Series like uh, Matt Carpenter and Brandon Crawford, I think it's valuable in that lineup. Who that It's been pretty young. Uh, James, you mentioned Mason Wynn. I think Nolan Gorman's coming up there. Uh, Nolan Arenado brings a presence that just can't be taught. And uh, Paul Goldschmidt as well there at first base. That's a pretty solid infield. And the pitching rotation still could be, you know, there's still some a lot of question marks in there. You got Sonny Gray, Lance Lynn, and friends. Ah, sounds like a good team. Slide right into second in the NL Central. Yeah, I think I think they can make a run. Oh, who do you have first? The Cubs. Thank you. The Cubs. Yeah. I, know, I just wanted to see, see confirm the bias there. Uh, so I mentioned the pitching. Let's uh, do a little Boris breakdown here. So the remaining free agents of Scott Boris are Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, that are pitchers, and uh, I guess yeah, those are the two big guys. Uh, could you see another? Wait, we just talking about pitchers. Yeah, just just pitchers. Uh, what do you do? You see pitchers taking the same deal as kind of what Cody Bellinger took from the Cubs? No, I think uh, Snell and not really Montgomery, but Snell definitely is is probably looking for more than three years. I think he's gonna want to go to a place where he can finish out his career. So I could say. Maybe like a six, seven, maybe even eight year deal but for can, Snell. Can you dish out an eight? Well, yeah, eight I think deal? now at this point I mean, it's you down can. like two or three years yeah. with how late. I mean, if Boris worked three years, eighty for Bellinger. Uh, that's how that's, he look. Well, I think he'll get that same like number value up to like thirty million, but I could see it now at this point being a two, three year deal. So I'm like, I'm not telling you it's going to be easy, but I'm telling you it's going to be worth it. And when you're going to pay that much money for a Blake Snell. I think for like two to three years, you're going to take that AAV. I think you're going to see more teams come in the mix for a Blake Snell. More like, I think Baltimore, Baltimore is lacking a starting pitcher right there. That could be a really good addition to. British injury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should be back, though. I mean, like, but still, I think I think the Orioles can always, you can never really have too much pitching. A guy that. like Blake Snell, that would be a great addition to the Baltimore Orioles lineup. I'm going to rule out the New York Yankees at this point. I think Steinbrenner is just talking to. There, Hyman said there's talks between Blake Snell's camp, really, Scott Boris, and they they. Scott Boris went over to Tampa on Monday. I think those talks are just, you know, keep that relationship healthy. Uh, you know, to add on to that, 
people make choices, but choices make history. And I think whoever signs Blake Snell definitely has the potential to uh, go down in history with a World Series title. I mean, what Blake Snell is doing right now is kind of history. Two Cy Youngs and, uh, you know, waiting this off, this long in an offseason to sign. But this is interesting. You a Two Cy Young pitcher should not be on the market this late in the offseason. It's, it's March. I mean, you shouldn't be taking a, a prove-it deal like, I'm not gonna say Cody Bellinger's deal was a prove a year, a prove a deal, but yeah, a couple years back you had plenty of guys on the free like that Harper year. Yeah, but they like, were all there still like February, mm-hmm. like late February. But now you, with a guy like Blake Snell, you're kind of being forced to sign him to a prove it year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Two years, like mm-hmm. sixty million or something. I mean Scott Scott Boris has done it. I'm not, he's done a pretty bad job considering he's gonna represent a guy like Juan Soto next offseason. He's not getting the money he's supposed to be. Do we think? You know, players trusting Scott Boris is going to go down from this offseason performance. No, he's still the best, probably the most well-known. Like, okay, agent. best and well-known are definitely well, two I, I different things. But, I mean, look, hey, he does. Yamamoto got three twenty-five, and the agent was not Scott Boris. I think. Do you think other I know, players? But Boris could, still, he's always for. I mean, a long time he's been getting players, mm. but he signed like. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna just use Carlos Rodon as an example. I think what we saw from Rodon coming off of a Cy Young caliber year in San Francisco, something Yankees and kind of imploded. Not a great year last year. Yeah, this kind of imploded. You think? I think a lot of trust is kind of being offloaded from Scott Boris there. I think the, that's why the Yankees are kind of hesitant to sign a guy like Blake Snell. They don't want, you know, Scott Boris, another Scott Boris deal blowing up in their face. But at the same time, they did sign Garrett Cole, who has been a stud for the Yankees and a stud for baseball. Uh, just more housekeeping orders. CJ Crone had just signed with the Boston Red Sox. Uh, this guy's got a lot of plate discipline, can hit some bombs there in Boston. Uh, did you feel like they were lacking a hitter? Well, I think Crone was the only redeeming player from that Colorado staff last year. Uh, he's de- he's a guy, yeah, he'll hit the ball Maybe in the park. coming up. Yeah, I I I agree, James. Kovar, Benny, yeah, Benny from uh, Sandlot, Montgomery. Didn't Crone hit like the second? Yeah, he he was like five or four. Yeah, five or four, five or five. That was that. course yeah. course product question mark. It's, it's joining Trevor's story actually. He's joining his uh former teammate Trevor Story. Yeah. Uh, I think he may have something to do with that. Former Red Sox Kike Hernandez. I'm not. This is not really too big, but he signed with the Dodgers one year deal. It came down to the Yankees and Dodgers. I think it really didn't. The Yankees were really never part of it. I didn't say anything part of it. Uh, what else? I will say one thing. Uh, when you look at Boris's deals, um, prior to JD Martinez or when uh the Giants signed Solaire, they offered Martinez first that one year fourteen million dollar deal. But I think Martinez is honestly looking like twenty plus, which is well. Problem. What he said was like, I don't want to play in San Francisco. And that was I was like that kind of ca- caught me off guard. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, there's a. I mean, I thought Soler was a pretty good signing. Three years, forty two. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if Martinez would get that. He's what thirty four years they old. I got a one year fourteen, so same yearly. Oh oh no, uh, yeah, no, that was the original yeah, offer. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think Martinez. I don't know where he'll play in uh, twenty twenty four, where I could see him playing a team that probably needs a hitter. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Connor Wardy, maybe the Mets. Meet the Mets. I've heard the Mets. I've heard the Angels. I've heard the Rangers. I, also, what I think, what I'm seeing from the Angels and Snell, I feel like this is like a match made in like mid because like no one really wants to go play in Los Angeles 
and play for the Angels. Yeah, nobody. And I think Snell, if Snell goes there, it's probably for the years of the money. And I think. Well, yeah, I, the Angels kind of get linked to every guy that's like left, basically. Yeah, because like they feel bad for the Angels. Like same thing with Montgomery. I've seen like Cubs, Red Sox, Giants, Angels. Like, I, I really think Hayden, I really know. think it'll become Boston. You I see think. the Angels with every single and the Red Sox as well. You see yeah, them. I think it's gonna come. It's Both gonna go to Boston. Teams, like every one of those play like. I don't know. Just the two pitchers get. Like, I low key think if Snell goes to San Francisco, we can see like a, another like th- mid three, low three ERA. That's not even a hot take because uh, Carlos Rodon had a low three ERA, and you saw. I how, mean, I think how bro is the Angels definitely. If Snell were to go there, I think that's the team that is most likely to give him the money that he's looking for. A team that they don't have any necessarily other than Mike Trout have any big guys on their payload. So uh, I think they're definitely able to. Give Snell that money, the long-term yeah. deal that he's looking for. Yeah, a lot of players have good discipline versus Snell. Uh, yeah, he's also got pretty good discipline. Uh, the practice of doing what needs to be done, even if you don't want to do it. You know, the Angels just want to win. Yeah. And, I mean, winning is the name of the game. So, uh, And Blake Snell can definitely help them do that. It just depends on how much they want to spend. Yeah, cur- character determines success. And I think that Angels front office wants to win. And I think a guy like Blake Snell can do that. I unfortunately, you're lacking a player like. And we just have to break, show. Hey, we just have to break the stigma among the Angels. I think there's it's, a stigma. It's, it's a stigma. I think there's a yeah. I think there's a stigma surrounding the Angels that they're just mid franchise, and I think they really want to become one of the premier franchises yeah. in baseball. Uh, that Shohei Otani left that mid franchise and joined the better Los Angeles, and he got married. So, uh, how do you think Ben Ver- Ben Verlander is taking the news? That's a joke. That's a that's a that's a that's a pretty funny joke. We're a little we're light ski. You know, if you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. So I think if you don't learn from your mistakes and learn from your life experiences, I don't think that you can move on. The funniest interaction I saw with Jeff Passan and uh, Ben Verlander was like uh, Ben Verlander was talking about uh, Jeff Passan's size. He was like, "Oh, you're a tiny guy," and then. Ben Verlin or Jeff Passy goes, you're like smaller than me when you're on your hands and knees for Otani, which is true because he, you know what he said? He was like, Otani has never looked better and he was born to be a Dodger blue. Like what? That's like, that's glazing in a half. If you're determined to learn, no one can stop you. That's not even learning, bro. That's glazing. <laughs> he was determined to glaze. Um, but real change is incremental and doesn't proceed in a straight line. So I think it will take time. For Berlander to learn his lesson and to not delay his show. Well, he's never going to learn that lesson over the next, what's that contract again? It's like $700 million over like... He'll get it for a, a life, decade. For a lifetime. Uh, yeah, that was our first episode Homecoming. Like, like that was a... We were like 14 episodes in, man. This Why is, is James on Timu? Not on Timu. He's on Timu. Oh, <laughs> I wish James on Team Boo. Um, let's let's play the thinking of a player kind of game. Let's see, just to wrap this thing up. Okay, James. Like that. James, uh, let's think of a player. All right, I have one. You, you want one? easy, medium, or hard? Oh, uh, we'll go medium. Like Blake Snell's market right now. I feel All free right. to play along, listeners. Yeah. If listeners be like me, Connor, James, me again, and six other people. Shout out all the listeners, by the way. You know, if you made it this far in not even baseball season, you've probably pretty much stuck out through Blake Snell's you know, signing period-ish. That's like 11 of the episodes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. Gotta, right. gotta love Blake. BS. All right, do you actually want to guess this Yeah, let's, let's do it. Uh, right, medium. A, is he, does he play in the AL? Yes. Uh, AL West. No. AL East. Yes. Yankees. No. 
Boston. No. Toronto. Yes. Ooh. Is he a pitcher? No. Infielder. No. Uh, outfield. Yes. Okay. Center field. Yes. Uh, Springer. No. Is this Kevin Kiermeyer? Yes. Ah. Okay. 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 I got one. I got one ready. NL. Yeah. East. Yeah. Mets. No. Braves. No. Marlins. Yeah. Uh, hitter. Yeah. Infield. Yeah. Let's go with. Is he playing on the left side, shortstop, third base? Uh, no comment. Go. You can't answer no com- no comment. Yeah. Is his answer. You can't answer no comment. Okay, does he play first base? Yes. Garrett Cooper. No. Garrett Cooper actually did get signed somewhere. Or did he get signed with the the Marlins? Uh, I thought he was somewhere. Uh, Connor, your, your guess. Is this uh? He's an all star. Is this Jesus Aguilar? Yeah, this is not Aguilar. All right, go back to James' question. Is it Yusan Diaz? First, he was first, second, and third. So all of those are yes. So he's a utility guy. He's a utility guy. Oh. Is it Yusan Diaz? It's not Yusan Diaz. Okay. Hmm. I don't uh, know if I have a guess. Uh, he played for the Rays previously. Tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> Wait. The silence is loud. Uh, I'm going to give you this guy's stats. You know, utility guy played for the Rays. That pretty much should be it. I think he was traded to, uh, from the Rays to the Marlins, potentially. Uh, name starts with a J, ends with a W. Shout out to Jay Wade. No guesses. We'll give it to the... Joey Wendell was a player. Joey Wendell's on the Mets. I was about to say, he's not even on the oh, Mets. Oh, he's on the Mets? He's not even on the Mets? No. He got traded to the Mets. He got traded to the Mets? He's such a I was about to guess, like, John Birdie or someone. And you're yeah, like, he's he just closed this game. My bad. That was on me. Oh, my <laughs> Sorry, gosh. Connor, your turn, man. All right, let me think. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the listeners who got that one, man. It's pretty gnarly. All right, I got a player. <laughs> and no. No. Is it Joey Wendell? <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not Joey Wendell. NL West. No, I said no to NL. Oh, AL West. Yes. Altuve. No. Angels. Yes. Blake Snell. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Reed Detmers. No. Starter. Yes. <laughs> I stand by Reed Detmers. <laughs> Reed Detmers. <laughs> ah, I think I know it, but I'll let you. I I stand by Reed Detmers. No. Griffin Canning. Yes. All right. I was close. Can I get a redemption shot here? Sure. All right. AL. Yeah. East. Yeah. Yanks. Yep. <laughs> Gotta get in my safe spot. Infield. Yes. Did you find the left side of the infield? Yes. Is this no. Jose Peraza? Who? Who? That's Oswald Peraza. Or Oswaldo Peraza. Uh, pick one, dude. There's a guy oh, named... Oh, is Os- this uh, Anthony Bulby? No. Do I want to go Peraza? Well, Jose Peraza is a real person. He no, it's not Jose Peraza. No. Look. It's not Joey Wendell, guys. Chill. <laughs> Chill out, man. That was a pretty gnarly, darn gnarly well, I guess. I guess. There's Oswald Peraza. There and is. Then, I hope he's trying to trick us. I'm just showing you. No, no. There is a Jose Peraza. Uh? Oswaldo Cabrera. We have two. It's one of those two. Yeah, I know. I give it's the go. And I already guessed one. Connor's turn. <laughs> is it? Is this Miguel Andujar? I wish, man. Oswaldo Cabrera. It is Cabrera. Yeah. He's, he's going to get cut. <laughs> I guess the other one before. He's going to get cut by the Yankees in a couple weeks. But before I he d- thought he was actually going to be like good. He was the number eight prospect. I don't know why he didn't turn out. He had made some pre- pretty flashy plays there in 2022, including a bomb versus Cleveland. 
and uh, now he can't hit he can't hit the curve. Do you think Spencer Jones will have a better career than Domingos? Ooh, that's tough. I think Jones is going to transition to first after Rizzo leaves this offseason. I think Dominguez is going to be a very good center fielder. I think that center it's going to be center field, right field, and left field. Where right. Dominguez will primarily play. play. Thank you guys for listening. We'll Jesus catch you guys ah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Jesus Aguilar. No. AL. No. And Al Central. No. AL. <laughs> no. No West. No. And Al Central. No. You know, <laughs> yes. Mets. No. Marlins. Yes. Joey Wendell. No. <laughs> Hitter. Yes. So Joey Wendell. No. So it's not Braxton Garrett. Um, Garrett Cooper. No. Joey Wendell. No. John Birdie. No. Luisa Rise. No. It's too obvious. You know, you gotta. I think is Brian Anderson in Milwaukee. Yes. Okay, I thought so. Uh, Isan Diaz. No. Have you already mentioned him on the podcast? Probably. I have not mentioned him on the podcast. Any of them. Is it Tim Anderson? I got it. No, I got it's it. Not Tim oh, Anderson. We already, we <laughs> Tim Anderson. Uh, he does he play third base? Oh, I might know it. No. Does he play shortstop? No. Oh, wait, he doesn't play third? Does he play second base? No. Wait, I think I know. Does I he play in the infield? No. Oh, my wait, God. Well, he has an infielder. Oh, infield. No, he didn't say infield. Oh, outfield. Yes. Thanks. Jazz Jism. No. Oh. Jesus Sanchez. No. Jazz Chisholm. And Brian De La Cruz. Yes. Brian De La Cruz, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and that'll probably wrap it up for this this uh, week's edition of the Hot Stove Podcast, where we're breaking ball every single weekend. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.